Hello there, I'm Kevin Scott, writer of Star Wars The High Republic from Marvel, and you're listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. General Kenobi. A Utini Podcast Network production. Hello there. Episode 197, The Bad Batch is back. Hello there. On this episode, a very special Utini Patreon member. Thank the maker. Say hello to the new Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. This is the way. And the Utini crew talks about the Disney Plus series, The Bad Batch Season 2. Good soldiers follow orders. And now, here are your hosts. Dr. Corey Helton. Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Hankel, and Wes Jenkins. Utini! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Living Force, a Utini Network podcast tonight, all about the Bad Batch and the Dallas Cowboys. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight to talk all about the Bad Batch is my number one bad bitch, Dr. Corey Helton. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I think I think that's it. I think that's the peak introduction that's I've it. ever received on this show. It, it took almost 200 episodes, but here we are. <laughs> hey, Hello, everyone. Buddy. Hope you're doing good. Uh, it's been a wild couple weeks, man. Honestly, I have not even really been back in the swing thing since Christmas, and then like you know, last week was uh, the Utinis, and that was like its own whole production. So it feels good to be back, almost in the swing of things still. I mean, it's uh, – I missed you guys, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> too. Yeah, last week was kind of a, kind of an out-of-order kind of show. We obviously loved it, our easy, our, our highest-rated show of the year. Uh, we loved all y'all that tuned in for that, but I'm excited to kind of get back in the swing of things with y'all, uh, including the man who just keeps me level in the tumultuous waves of the world. Dr. Charles Hankel. Hey, man. Hey, guys. I was very concerned for what my intro was going to be there after what you said to Corey, <laughs> but I will I will take that. I will take that. It, it is good to be here. Um, it has been, oh, man, it feels like it's already been a couple months into 2023, but it's only the 16th, and uh, it feels like it's been longer than a week since the Utanis, too, but it's been nice. It's been nice. Yeah, time really is a flat circle. I don't think we we, we really knew how true that was going to be um, the, the longer, uh, you know, time went on. But uh, you know what? That's fine. We're going to we're going to persevere because behind the keys, we have the man with the power, the man with the buttons, the man who roots for a football team in Texas that's not in the playoffs, Wes Jenkins. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, we almost got the first pick, but we screwed that up by winning the last game of the season. Um, so good to be here. Um, Corey, thanks for dressing up with because everybody has some kind of theme shirt on, uh, but you. So, um, so I'm, dressed as a lot. I'm dressed as an Imperial. This is what I'm going for. Right? <laughs> this is your 2023 look. Like, I, I'm, I'm, just I'm, messing I'm, with I'm one you. of the walls inside the Death Star. That's what my costume is. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of walls, uh, you know? They're gray. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Lord. Well, regardless of oh, what you're wearing, we're glad you're here. And everyone in the chat, we're glad you're here. We actually started off tonight with a super chat from Bert. Thank you so much. With a great question. Uh, before we dive in, I do want to answer Bert's question. Can you watch Bad Batch Season 2 without watching Season 1? Honestly, I'm going to say probably not. Um, yeah. We're going to get into full spoilers <laughs> tonight. Don't there are, do that. Yeah, don't do <laughs> that. There are character introductions. Don't. There are stuff that are, that really plays into the first couple episodes even. Already in episode one, I'd say, that really plays off of uh, season one knowledge. So, as but much also, as you're here to for also two, what the hell do we know? You can do whatever you want. 
That's true. Yeah, no kidding. Do what you want. Yeah, no kidding. What you want. That's right. That was a test. That was a test. Don't listen to us. That's right. Oh, but um, great, great question. Great way to start off the show. But a better way to start off the show is by saying hello to every one of you who's watching, who's listening. Make sure if you are watching us to like the video, subscribe to our channel. Uh, we've had our giant Utini Summit meetings last week, and we have a lot of stuff coming on this channel. And all of Utini over the years, we're very excited uh, to make sure you don't miss anything. And also, guys, this is episode 197, which sounds insane. Uh, but that does mean we're only a couple weeks away from episode 200. Now, we missed this just a little bit because we had the teenies. We had a couple weeks off. Things were going wild. But big episode 200. We would love to do something very special with y'all. And this is an all-questions show of the Living Force. We want to hear any questions you guys have about Star Wars, about other things not Star Wars. It's Living Force 4.0. Everything's out the window. Um, right. Ask me why the Cowboys lost a wild card against Tom Brady. I'll go on that for an hour. It hasn't happened yet. I'm just assuming. Um, but regardless, we want you guys to send your questions into them. There's a couple different ways you can do this. All right? Number one. Uh, you can DM us on Twitter, at LivingForcePod. That's probably a great way to just get them all in to make sure we have them on one area. You can also go to the Living Force uh, channel in our Discord. Put them in there. Paste them in there. Or if you're not in our Discord, you're not on Twitter, that's fine. We're happy you're here. Go ahead. Email us at Eric, E-R-I-C, C, <laughs> Eric at Utini.com. That'll go to me directly. I'll make sure they all get in the single doc. Or Again, you can text for- Corey Helton directly at 865. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 8675309. Dude, I have I have three phone numbers on my phone right now. So like I could feasibly give you one of them. I'm not going to, but I'm just saying I could. You Are could. you trying to That's flex on us by how many phone That's numbers? Pretty good. I know, I know dude. A lot of numbers. numbers you have never so heard many phone numbers right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I have yes, it's a big problem. Are you sure you're not talking about the contacts in your? Contacts? I know. I, just have, I so have, many, have a lot of numbers. I have so many lines. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. like double fisting. I have this red phone, this phone. I'm like, hello, you've reached Utini. How can I help you? We should do a telethon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We should do a telethon. 2023 is a long year. We got time. But until our telethon. I'll let you all know again. DM us on Twitter at Living Force Pod. Head in our Living Force channel in Discord or email eric at utini.com with your questions for episode 200. Anything, all things are open. Uh, we'll just have a great time in the next couple weeks. So make sure we get those in. Next up, like Corey said, it's been a hot minute since we kind of just checked in with each other because of the Utinis. We didn't get a whole time, a lot of time just to kind of talk. Um, and I, guys, I just want to know what's going on with your life lately. How was your last week? Um, how are things going? How, how you, how's your headspace? Before we talk about Bad Batch, yeah. let's talk about our, our the head batch. Nope, that sucks. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about the most important thing. Please. Um, I recently got a great deal on ButcherBox, and they sent me a, Not a sponsor. coupon for... It's not really a coupon. It says 50 bucks for a year's worth of shrimp. And I was like, oh, <laughs> wait, all right, how about that? So, so many what? red flags a, are going up. <laughs> I get a pound, a pound of shrimp. For 12 months straight for 50 bucks. Wow. Okay. Pretty good, right? Okay, so with this shrimp, I was like, well, I mean, what am I going to cook with this? Like, what am I going to cook? So I made shrimp fried rice with oh, Bethany. Um, 
last Friday, and it was freaking delicious. We ate all of it. I believe like, it. We're probably oh. going to save some of this. You don't really want to save seafood and heat it up the next day. That, that was, that was um, for the was month, one of the reasons Wes. why I ate all, all, normal, all normal seafood rules have already gone out the window when you bought a year's <laughs> supply of shrimp for $50. You can what eat that it? a week you, you later. Get one, you get a pound every month, so I don't get a, they don't just <laughs> right, send me that's a, better. 12 that's pounds. But, in, oh, that sounds delicious, though, man. There's a scene in Futurama where they're at a casino, and there's a annual changing of the shrimp and they come out with a big metal drum and they just tilt it over and it like comes out congealed like in the shape of the drum and then plops <gasps> on the platter that's what i'm imagining <laughs> yeah. wes that's november shrimp it's frozen shrimp. it's the changing uh. of the shrimp <laughs> <laughs> well well i'm glad you and bethany got to have some lovely shrimp fried rice uh oh, cory you know who bethany that. is no, like, who the hell? What the hell are you talking about? Is okay, so, so, ladies and gentlemen, we all know that Corey doesn't watch the show. You all remember, Corey That's doesn't right. watch the show whatsoever. So, listen, I know. was busy. All right, <laughs> <That's> our- <laughs> <laughs> roll back the tape two episodes ago. See if we said he'd say exactly that. I gotta know. I'm sure. Yes, yes. So Bethany is a young lady that I had met, and uh, we are currently dating. And uh, so sorry to, um, you know. Corey and Charles, you can't come over. And you guys, now I have you guys thought <laughs> you guys didn't think that that was maybe important to make sure that I freaking know about. What the hell? I also else? found out on the show. Hey. I found out before the show, but it was the show you two missed, and so I decided, <laughs> and Wes agreed that you guys also had to find out during a show. Yeah. So yeah. that's how this happened. Those were the rules. Yeah. I also got to tell all you listeners and viewers, <laughs> the four of us, we talk every day. Yes, every day. Everything. Like, <laughs> 100 messages a day. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, oh, that's good. So Congra- now you know. Congratulations, Wes. <laughs> How, happy for Bethany guess, and your yeah, fried shrimp. Jesus. I know. Keep us posted on how the shrimp goes. Um, yes, please. I want to do a, a, a quick update to folks. Um, the community has been so, so kind uh, reaching out to me this last week because for those of you that may not know, my lovely Corgi Morton did have surgery last week to remove uh, one of his eyes and uh he's doing great uh it's a very freaky surgery to think about but it was actually amazingly simple the the people um over at the animal eye care place that we visited here in north carolina were amazing um he has had no pain he's got the cone of shame for the last week um, so he's been dealing with that he looks, yep. like a pi- he looks like a pirate. He looks he's like a pirate. He's still cute as all get out. He's winking the whole time. I know. He, yeah. looks like that, he looks like that pirate. There's a pirate in, uh, in uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean that only has one eye, and he's got like a, a nub or whatever, and he's always putting stuff. Not, not the guy oh, with yeah, the wooden yeah. eye. And there's a guy oh, with a different missing, guy. There's a missing eye. If there's also the wooden eye guy. He's pretty good, too. Eyes are very big in that. Reference. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited. Yeah. I've also been playing a lot of God of War Ragnarok, so Odin has been on the mind a lot. So I'll look forward yeah. in October for one-eyed dog Halloween costumes. Uh, very excited <laughs> about that. Uh, but truly, thank you, thank you to everyone that, that has reached out in various ways um, with their thoughts um, and making sure Morton's okay. Uh, he's doing great. So uh, this, the stitches are going to come out, I think, next Monday. So that's been a lot of my week. Uh, and then I've been watching a lot of playoff football. So. Nice. That's been lovely. As I said, the Cowboys are playing right now. Not that I have it on a second screen, but there's 0-0. So uh, we'll see how that goes. It's my favorite time of year. Uh, I see how you strategically put your chair in front of the uh, glossy took down. No, I took you. down that so. picture frame. <laughs> the higher public one was too big. I took yeah. it away. Uh, also, full office tour to come uh, later on. Maybe on Patreon uh, once I have everything set up. But I, I also have six shelves that are up now. The lightsaber wall is done. This is all going to change. So it's been a big week. Been a big week nice. for me, but it's going well. 
Nice, nice. Uh, well, I was gone, obviously, for a couple of weeks, not listening to our own podcast, apparently. Um, <laughs> and uh, I did, I did like a two week, uh, a two week stint as a hospitalist, like a like a doctor that takes care of people when they run into the hospital, like out in uh, uh, Fort Defiance, Arizona, on a Navajo reservation over Christmas, and uh, it was a really cool experience. I had a good time. I. You know, I needed a I needed a job kind of with a quick turnaround, like uh, so I could pay some bills, <laughs> basically. That helps. And something came together for me like literally three days before, uh, and I had to immediately get on a plane and fly out there. And I did 14 days at this hospital on a on Navajo reservation, and I got to hang out with Navajo people and like take care of them and kind of get a little immersed in just what that culture is like a little bit like just for a couple of weeks and as a healthcare provider. And that was a awesome experience. I had a really good time, made a bunch of money and it was fun. Also great. Also great. Yeah, I know all, <laughs> all good things. It was a good time. I hate that I missed God, like three weeks of podcasting. I've never it missed was any wild, dude. It was a lot. Yeah. It was like five. I think yeah, it was like it was five, like right? 10. Hopefully we missed you, man. We need to make yeah. it six, right? Wes? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I miss you guys. It was fun. I did listen to part of the live episode of the uh, what was it? Your yours and Charles's episode. What did you call dead it? Or dead, or dead, or dead or not? Dead or not? Dead or not, dude? I listened. I didn't watch. I didn't watch a hair of that on YouTube. Um, I obviously missed the most important part somehow. But uh, yeah, I miss you guys bad, and I'm glad to be back. And it was a little crazy coming back for the Utinis to be the first time back. My office was yeah, a little bit pieces, and I had to put that together. Um, but uh, it worked out. The Imperial hat last week was not planned. That happened coincidentally. That matched too well. It like, did. It really no. looked great. It did. It did. I, I did not intend for it to happen that way, but I put put it on to make a funny intro when Eric introduced <laughs> me, and it worked. <laughs> so we it kept worked it. great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The dumb bits have a purpose. That's right. Oh, man. It was great. Well, guys, I'm the boring one. We should probably just skip me. I did not buy any seafood in bulk. I did not uh, take my dog for surgery, and I did not spend any time on reservations. It's just been, you know, the same old, same old. Work hard, play hard, had some friends in town, was threatened with losing my voice again just after getting it back fully after New Year's. Yeah. Um, but here we are. I made it. My voice is feeling strong. I'm, re- I'm ready to talk about the bad batch. The bad awesome. batch. That's what we want. Sounds like we're all we're, we're having an, uh, busy weeks but good weeks. And- yeah. I'm interested, like I'm interested to see what 2023 looks like. I mean, we mm-hmm. just kind of talked a little bit in the intro, Eric, that Utini kind of did some leadership meetings, that sort of thing. And we mm-hmm. like we kind of pitched the the leadership sort of planning to the rest of the team last week. And yeah. um, we haven't really talked about it on the show yet. We should probably mention it. Um, yeah, go for it. Utini is uh, – we've been around for a couple of years now, and we've sort of figured out how to do books and comics pretty well, I think. We have really good numbers, good web traffic, all that sort of thing. And – um, we've been wanting to sort of increase our scope a little bit, you know, sort of with keeping with the theme of like Living Force 4.0. We've kind of got Utini. I don't know what iteration we're on with Utini. Probably 5.0, Who's 10.0. To say? Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> we have a lot of pivots in our history, but uh, we're expanding to Star Wars at Large. In case you've missed that announcement. Oh yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Is we're expanding Star Wars at Large. So like this year in 2023, we're going to start covering all the all the films and TV shows and video games and kind of extra news. Maybe some mm-hmm. occasional movie making news, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So like all mm-hmm. the key Star Wars information, you should be able to get it on utini.com this year. And we're gonna. Working on putting together that sort of stuff with uh, long-term plans and maybe going even bigger eventually.
essentially. So we'll see kind of how the how the um, cookie how the, crumbles, how the cookie crumbles, how the sea shapes us. Yeah, and uh, you know, kind of see what what comes together. It's exciting time to do this. I think everybody's really motivated and excited, and uh, we have a good team right now. So it's fun to see new iterations of change. I'm excited to see. Uh, what we can bring to the market in regards to books and comics and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm, beyond mm-hmm. those things, right? So it seems yeah. like there's still a, there's still a huge need for people seeking a positive and friendly, candid voice in the fan community, and you know yeah. we're happy to be that. I mean, we're all here chasing the same things, right? We just want to enjoy what we watch and not be filled with toxic opinions that are very stressful all the time. So you know, I think we can do that for you know movies and. TV shows as well, which we're already kind of doing at this show, yeah. anyway. So it's exciting. Absolutely, it's going to be a really, <clears throat> really fun year. And I got to say, uh, all this is made possible by a bunch of amazing people, especially those at our Patreon community at Patreon.com/slash/Utini. And this week, we want to give a huge, specific shout out uh, to a patron that has been with us for a while now. That has been kind of a ride or die for us. And that is Earl Q, who is on our Jedi High Council, which is like our highest level of Patreon that just re-upped for an annual subscription. And um, the reason why this is such a big deal is that annual subscriptions truly help us kind of just figure out not only what we can do month to month. A lot of people are month to month patrons. That's great. But being an annual patron of Utini means that we now know kind of some resources we can use for the site and projects for an entire year. So when we do these planning things to kind of plan out 2023, people like Earl um, really do help us out uh, in knowing what we can do. So, Earl, you've been here for a while. You've really supported us in what we do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I got to say. Thank you again. And also, if you're on our, our Patreon and you have any questions or you want anything additional as far as content you'd like to see from us, make sure you talk to Timothy, our Patreon manager. All right, Wes, uh, it is time, I believe, for a very brief Star Wars Weekly Roundup. It's the Star Wars Weekly Roundup! Love that. I love that drop every time. Uh, But what I love more is Star Wars news! And everyone, we got a new announcement this week of a lovely, lovely comic. That's right, we're getting a new anthology series from our friends at Marvel. Yeah, they're kind of our friends. We have a business relationship with Marvel. Uh, it's called Darth Vader Black, White, and Red. Uh, this is an anthology series following Vader. Check out this amazing cover on the right of the screen here if you're tuning in live. Uh, this wow. follows the Black, White, and Blood series that Marvel's done. It's That's giving you histories of people like Wolverine, Deadpool, Moon Knight. Like, it's multiple artists, multiple writers. Um, and this is going to include people like fan favorite uh, Peach Momoko and Jason Aaron. Who wrote Vader Down? Who wrote the wow. OG Star Wars 2015? Um, and yeah, we don't have much information other than kind of a little bit of artwork here. But guys, uh, initial thoughts. Are you are you sick of Vader? Are we excited yeah. to get this kind of new thing? Maybe Never. both? <laughs> How are you feeling? Yeah, this looks this looks like a totally different what is a totally different like Vader-esque. He has his helmet off. How can he breathe? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, he is in Humpty Dumpty mode. That's Darth, right. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty mode. It does look like Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty yeah, mode. Yeah, after he <laughs> fell off the wall, exactly. And his head over. Yeah, after he fell head. to yeah. the dark side, bro. Um, this no is one told whole. us about Humpty Dumpty being a Sith Lord, guys. Is the whole comic in just black, white, and red like this cover? Because that would be cool. That I don't know enough about because I didn't read enough of it. 
Um, that's, that's one of the coolest comic covers, frankly, I think I've ever seen. It looks so I good. Love I it. like all of these, honestly. Yeah, these are very, yeah. very good. I, yeah, it, I'm I, not sick of Vader. I'll say that. No, I'm, I'm not, not sick of Vader. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, it's uh, like the deepest well that we have to draw from in Star Wars. Not to say that we can't expand beyond that, and I'm happy when we do, but he is just always interesting to me. Yeah. I think everybody loves a con... A, um, a uh, what am I trying to say? A complicated villain story, I think, and Vader is no exception to that. And uh, I don't know. I think, I think comics. I think a visual medium also lends itself really well to Vader too, right? Oh you yeah, make him do epic, crazy shit that yeah. doesn't really come across as well in the book. So mm-hmm. he's so yeah. dynamic to see. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. The more content that we get, um, that is pre-episode four, mm-hmm. um, the more it makes me believe that that is Anakin in the Vader suit. From four, five, and six. Yeah. Ooh, Tiger Dan in the chat confirming. Thank you so much. The other black, white, and red by Marvel all are in black, white, and red. So that's that's cool. exciting. I like that's that. exciting. If this is kind of a, a vibe a of what we're gonna get, it's a clever um, idea for a project just in general. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And again, Jason Aaron. I think personally, I love the Charles Soule run on Vader. The Greg Pak run last week just won the Utini for Comic of the Year. Um, but I think I will say that, that Jason Aaron Vader down level Vader the yeah Dale all I'm surrounded by is by is fear and dead men like that Vader I really want to get more of that um, and then we got people like Peach Momoko who does these amazing variant covers a lot I know our friends in the Cosmic Force uh, love their work a lot as well that's gonna be a whole unique side of looking at Vader so very excited to see what that comes out I believe it's coming out later this year. Um, but I also want to mention something that's dropping probably, what do you think, 10 minutes after the show is done? Because that's how life uh, <laughs> works with us. Um, uh, the Mandalorian Season 3 is getting another trailer uh, tonight during the wild card game between the Cowboys and the Bucks. But we got this freak. Oh, dang it. Hold on. I'm mirrored. This poster. <laughs> look at this. Look at, look at Din holding this little, little baby Grogu uh, with a cape on fire, I guess. <laughs> I mean. This, yeah. is, this is rad. I like this. Yeah, this is. Let's, let's get a little. Zoom. This is coming in like less than two months. That's amazing. <laughs> How is that possible? How are we already here for another March first? I know, man. That's crazy. Um, that's wild. It's really crazy. It's, that's why I'm saying it's, it's just like Star Wars just moves so quickly. It seems mm-hmm. like now that like this is yeah. why this is why we want to cover like the movies, everything, and TV because it's like it's just. And for a long time there, we had the sequel trilogy and then books and comics, right? And that was yeah, when, right. So we created Utini, right? It was in that sort of window. And mm-hmm. now there's just so much content by only focusing on the on the books. We're sort of missing out on a lot of fun stuff. We've, we've digested and talked about them on other projects out of necessity. But, like, it would just be nice yeah. to kind of just move it all together. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk yeah. about Mando again. <clears throat> yeah, more, for real. The more stuff there is to like all these shows, like the harder it is to feel like you can just jump in, and like that's really where we served kind of our greatest purpose for a lot of people. I think that have found yeah. is, is helping them jump into books and comics. So if we can do yeah. that with all the rest of this material as well, I think it'll be great. Because look at us, yeah. we're sitting here talking about the first three episodes of this TV show, and then we're talking about oh that other TV show that comes out know. and. A yeah. few weeks and like, hey, there's hey, no time. Look at us, look at us. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's and it's so exciting. And and the thing is, I think what's interesting about Mando. What do you guys think about um, this? I, I want to ask you guys one question: What you think, and then I want to hear what you want from the trailer tonight. Which again, by the time y'all hear this, it's out. We know. Yeah, that's right. What do you guys think about Mando and Bad Batch are, are gonna overlap for a while? Bad idea? 
good idea? Do we? Does it matter? Are they, are they two different Mando audiences? And, and Bad Batch are going to overlap. You mean like release schedule wise? Release wise, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. No, yeah, there's not, there's not a crossover episode. It's like, yeah, what are you talking <laughs> there, about? Yeah. Did I miss sorry. something? Sorry. <laughs> I, I, no, there are two episodes of the Bad Batch, which will be episodes of the Mandalorian. I forgot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is um, the yeah, they're, yeah, but they're, they're going to be released on the. I assume on the same Wednesday for I think a month or so. Um, I don't care. Matter? It'll it'll take me longer to get through it. Because I'm not waking up any earlier than I already am to watch. I, I used to do that. I used to do that. That's the dedication uh, you get from the host of this podcast, folks. I know. That's, right. Uh, That's right. I ain't changing nothing. It's really a self-preservation thing because Nicole is a very light sleeper. And so if I get up earlier, she gets up earlier. And she's not like to get up early. So, Dude, so yeah. Bluetooth wireless headphones. I'm telling you. It changes the game. Yes. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah but I agree. I'm I don't a, think it matters that much. Yeah. yeah, this is, uh, I don't think it matters either. I mean, I have really fond, we were talking about this week, Eric, that oh, you got yeah. your fireplace installed in your new house I or whatever, did. and I was talking about doing that in our house when Mando came out. Like, there was this, I have, I have nostalgia with it now of, like, getting up super early and putting the fire in the fireplace and uh, watching Mando and having the coffee before the sun was up because I was trying to get to the hospital. I had to be there by, like, 6.30, so, like, we would get up early because I knew we, I knew I couldn't stay away from spoilers all day, so... That's the key, yeah. And uh, I think Mando is always going to have that sort of nostalgia with it, but it does feel like a different show uh, to me now than all the other shows that we have. Does it do that for huh. you guys, too? Does it feel like it's in its own class? Because to me, it does a little bit. Not necessarily a better or worse class, just a different... I feel like there's Mando and there's all the other shows, and for some reason that's how it's um, yeah. like organized in my head. For some reason, I think it's because it's the original. You know, it was like yeah. I, I still yeah. remember mm-hmm. one of those core memories for me is is waking up early that first day Mando dropped before work and sitting and knowing every other Star Wars fan was just watching it and we're like, holy shit, they're making Star Wars TV. I like know, there was that was that wild. moment, and I think that. There have been some episodes of Mando that have been better than others. I think for me personally, like Andor is a show, and, and even Obi Wan, I liked more than Mando just for pure what my style is. But uh-huh. Mando is—it's the flagship. It is. It's like it is the thing that is driving Disney Star Wars television, and it's exciting and it's expanding. It's where characters come in for them to test things, and they go off and do other things. It's really such a fun, unique experience, and. Again, based on what we've seen and what we'll see probably, I don't know, I, I'm going to ballpark in the next hour or so, um, they're really kind of expanding season three. You know, we've already <clears throat> seen the throne of Mandalore with Bo-Katan on it. We've seen multiple <clears throat> Mandalorians in jetpacks. We've seen the N1 doing air space battles. Like, this isn't just walking around the volume. You know, this it seems mm-hmm. like season three is going to be bigger. Um, and I'm hoping yeah. that they really kind of lean into that. Yeah, that's a good point. Plus, they're they're first, right? They're like yeah. There's an analogy like Gatorade was first, right? And then there was like Powerade and <laughs> All Sport. Like who drinks All Sport? Never even heard of that. In this Powerade analogy, solid, what is you been on what planet is long enough, Charles, to know what All Which Sport show is. is All Sport? That's my question for you. No, don't All Sport don't was uh, Star Wars Resistance. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, don't answer. <laughs> Oh, but. God. Sorry. There is a very oh, strong man. Star Wars Resistance Hive, and you know what? I love you because you, you, you are strong, and you know what you like. Someone has to drink all sport. They drink all sport. Uh, so. Somebody has to drink all sport. Let me ask I'm, you guys, uh, other than drinking all sport, uh, what do you want out of the trailer tonight? If we, if you get one thing that's just – it pops on screen, you'd be like, yes, that is gets me the Thanks. most hyped. I want something 
new. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, we've gotten sure. you know two seasons of Mandalorian, counting uh, if you count Boba Fett, which is really three seasons of Mandalorian in a lot of ways. Like, mm-hmm. like we have not moved the plot forward very much, honestly. You know, like from end to end, like Grogu is. We're kind of back to where we started in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Somehow like, Grogu returned. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, money talks and, you know, Disney is going to abuse the shit out of that little fellow, unfortunately. Yep. <laughs> and, yep. uh, you know, I, I want... socks when he wants. Exactly. I want something new. Like, it looks... They, we've gotten... Mandalorian has been like the show of teases for me, right? It's like we've gotten yeah. all of these teases. Let's, let's see how many cameos we can do. Let's see how many, like, epic like introductions we can have like we got we've had cad bane and we've had ahsoka and mm-hmm. luke and it's just like mm-hmm. over and over again we're just getting all of these crazy cameos and i'm like i want to know what the damn mando story is just tell me that one you know like i, I want to yeah. see Man- i want to see mandalore i want that plot to resolve i want the Bo-Katan stuff to resolve i want it all to kind of i don't know i want i want there to be a to be have a clear picture of what the future is and you guys you hear, hear me always talk like this about any star wars work because i like the big picture to move forward. Otherwise, I feel like I'm just waiting for it, so I understand what the what the point of it all is. Like you're running in place. Yeah, yeah exactly. Also, yeah. most importantly, uh, looking at the chat, Rocky says, "Touchdown, Cowboys!" Thank you very much. <laughs> Speaking of things we want to see, we want to see <laughs> more of that. Uh, Corey, I, I just want to jump in and just agree with you. I want something new. Yeah. I want to see something. That I'm like, oh, never thought of that. That's fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's. That's what I'm down with. Also, um, for those of you that might be new, uh, that N1 Starfighter, anything we get with that, that so cool. whether it's seeing spinning, that, air um, fighting, oh, it's my favorite seeing thing. Seeing that also. at Celebration was unbelievable. I mean, frankly, like that was that, that was absolutely one of the highlights for me. Was, that was, was, was the yeah. Mandalorian like stuff that was unbelievable, unbelievable. Yep. Um, Charles, you know what? what you, guys you know got? what I want? I want nope. more Moff Gideon. That's oh, what yeah. I want. What's he doing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what he's up to. Yeah. I like that. But I love the character. And as much as I love Mandalore in general, Bo-Katan mm-hmm. in general, like I want, even within that, I want more about the Mandalorian. And yeah. like, you know, his story with Moff Gideon, I feel like maybe he's taking a little bit of a backseat. I want to bring him back. I like that. I like that. And also, like, Giancarlo Esposito has had such a great, like, couple of years, I feel. He's, like, very active in Star Wars. His, like, little speech at Celebration was so fun. Like, I want your joy. Like, he's so fun and cool. Uh, so I want to see what he's doing. <sighs> Rocky, mm-hmm. you say the greatest things in the chat. We also need Bail Organa. You know what? <laughs> he's, he is, oh, you he know is who's so on. dead. <laughs> like, I love dead. your enthusiasm. He's, Somebody's he's gonna so spread dead. his ashes. Know, he's so dead. I know. Wes, what do you want, man? If you have, you got we your need, druthers, what you want? We need more Migs Mayfield. If yeah! I don't get more Bill oh, yeah. Burr yeah. from <laughs> Space good. Boston, yeah. I forgot that he existed. That was yeah. that was a great. He couldn't. Little... He couldn't care less about Star Wars, and he's in Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. No, so, he couldn't. Yeah. What are you doing, Mando? You gonna miss? You missed the game. <laughs> Yeah. I gotta go to I gotta good. go to Corelli and see Jason Tatum drop forty. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty you. good, actually. <laughs> 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 I'm into it. I'm into it. Oh man. Um. Uh, yeah. It should be fun again. That should be on 
very close to when we're done with this show, so make sure it'll be on YouTube, it'll be on the Star Wars Twitter. Um, if it drops during the show, maybe we'll comment on it. That'd be fun. Um, but check that out. Very excited for uh, for Mando to return. But of course, we got a lot of Star Wars before March. Um, as a reminder, you can go to the UTNE.com release schedule. Make sure you get your pre-orders in for all the Star Wars content coming our way, and you help out the site and us in by doing so. We got the Battle of Jeddah script book. Uh, the script of the audio drama that's coming out on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Nothing says I love you like a script. And then on March 7th, the week that Mando actually comes out. Big week. Uh, or the week after, technically. Uh, we get Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars by Sam Maggs uh, on March 7th. That is going to be the story that takes place with Cal Kestis and the crew between Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor. Very excited about all that. All right, fellas. Now it is time, of course... Uh, for us to jump into the Bad Batch itself. Our Bad Batches came back onto our screen uh, with a two-episode premiere last week and a third episode this week. As a quick reminder for those that may know our Bounty Hunt show, we've decided to condense our TV show coverage into the Living Force. Uh, we wanted to kind of talk about each episode a little every week, and because we missed the first two, we decided to do a giant episode talking about uh, episodes one through three of season two of The Bad Batch. Real quick, before we jump on in, giant spoiler warning. We're going to talk about everything that happened in the first three episodes. We're also going to talk about season one. We may go off into adjacent things on other Star Wars media, but just so you know, watch the first three episodes before you listen to the show. Or we don't. Told you. Whatever or you don't. want. You know? I keep, Corey, I keep telling them what to do. <laughs> Fair don't warning, do though. Fair do warning, what you though. want. Do what you want. Um, Qui-Gon dies in the Phantom Menace. Oh no! Wow! I was reading a I was reading a a, a Star Wars like watch order uh, this week, and mm. I was shocked that there was not a spoiler one. I was like, wow, you just kicked me out, Wes. Look at that. Wow, Wes. Wes just Wes just took me. Oh, he went to three, on, Corey, three people camera. want to hear it. Hardcore. <laughs> I know he did. I was reading. Uh, I was reading without any warning of spoilers. Like the first paragraph about the Phantom Menace was Liam Neeson dies. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, wh- who wrote this? Come like, on, it was awful. I was like, why I would know. you do that? Anyway, whatever. Also, my my hot my hot take for a Star Wars viewing order is uh, they were released in the order for a reason. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. that's lame. That's not a fun article. Like, Maybe I don't know. Lucas released talk, them should, in this we way. We should talk about that. I actually. Before we get on this huge tangent, I, I do agree with that, with the exception of the independent movies, because those are complicated now, actually. And the TV shows. I don't know where to put those, to be honest. There's so, there's yeah. so much. It's a big There's so much. We're um, writing that article right now, just for the record. <laughs> yeah, we are. We'll see if I agree with it. Um, oh. <laughs> that'd be fun. Ripping apart you teeny articles. All right. So then this thing. Uh, anyway, let's talk about Bad Batch, folks. Season two. We were all pretty uh, pretty high in season one. Uh, we really, really, really loved the ending of season one, those Camino episodes really hit really freaking hard emotionally. Um, a lot of us really have a lot of fondness for the prequels and Camino as a planet. So that was really kind of intense. I thought they handled that super well. Uh, so fellas, before we go into like recaps and specifics, let's just go very vague. How you like in season two so far? How is it starting for you? And what's been your favorite episode out of the first three? Very vague. Mm. Good question. It's going okay. I think it's going okay. It's uh, the first two first two episodes. I was a little lukewarm on. I feel like personally, 
Um, I literally watched the third one moments ago before we finished, before we started the show because uh, I was really, really far behind a crazy week. And I just, I kept slipping my mind that I needed to watch it. And like, you ever do that? A show comes out and you're like, you can't remember to freaking set aside the time to watch it. It was yep. dumb. And then, uh, I know, yeah, Wes is like, nope, never do. Um, so I took a, I took a last minute shift nope. in urgent care today because somebody called in sick and I was going to watch it this morning. And I obviously didn't get to do that. So anyway, long story short, I was behind and I think part of the reason I was behind is because I was lukewarm in the first two episodes. I was just not super motivated mm-hmm. to watch it. Sure. And uh, I don't even think the third episode was the same show. I think it was different. It was, it was a different <laughs> right? show that was just a lot yeah. better, frankly. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huge tonal shift. Huge tonal shift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely liked episode three over the first two episodes because the first two episodes was, you know, it feels like it's the same old heist. Mm-hmm. Um, like heist action scenes that we got from season one and it didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. We got the emotional moment between Omega and, and fives. Um, we got that piece, but then when they transitioned over to basically having a crosshair episode, because where would he come from? We're like, Oh my gosh. Like, remember when crosshair didn't come back with the group? I kinda, legit forgot about that. Group? I, I had like, to ask the oh, question a couple Camino. weeks ago. <laughs> right. So <laughs> like days. Like, 32 uh, rotations, I think he said. Brutal. Right. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, episode three has definitely piqued my interest now. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Episode three was the best by far. I, I mean, mm-hmm. but we have to have the other episodes to make those episodes feel as meaningful as they are, mm-hmm. I think, or Should else be. we'd have like five episode <laughs> seasons. So I was fine with it, but definitely, yeah, the first two were not as Interesting, but th- I think they were more fun for those of us who like watched the Clone Wars because it was cool yeah. to see like Count Dooku's, you know, castle again and see you know his. Yeah, that was. I don't rad. know. Is that, that his office? Rad. What do you call that? With his desk in the window and oh, all that. Yeah. You know, all those locations that Dude, you. He was recognize. working from home before it was cool. He was remote <laughs> working his on there at a good, good chair. In his yeah. peaches, yeah. his exquisite yeah. pajamas. Exquisite pajamas. <laughs> Yeah. He was almost killed in that office. He was. He was. So close to getting So that, that, that part was cool. That was kind of the highlight for me. I had some, I don't know, I had some questionable feelings about some of the other things, but we'll get into details on that. Yeah. Uh, I, I generally agree with you guys. I was, the first two episodes, I was like, good. it feels good to be back. I'm having a good time. Again, heist of the week with Sid. Didn't really need a whole lot of that, but okay, that's fine. And then the third episode, I was like, oh my God, this is yeah. Really, really good. The writing was that was top tier. It was really good. And then, interestingly enough, tonight uh, during dinner, I just watched the first episode again just to kind of get a recap again in my head. I actually enjoyed it a lot more. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I knew that we were about we were going to get a serious episode so I could just mm-hmm. say, okay, I can just enjoy this one for what it is. And, again, like you're saying, Charles, I got into the Clone Wars of it. I'm like, yo, the Sereno place. Oh, this is cool. And, yeah. oh, these, this action scene is fun. So, it's always interesting with Star Wars, and we always say manage your expectations. We I know. we always try to, to follow that. <laughs> it's very hard to do. I know. We I think that's what, that. that's, that's what I'm always getting at. I think when I'm talking about like I really need to see the obvious, the obvious touch points and the plot lines of like what is the major story they're trying to tell, like from start to finish. Because like, mm-hmm. like it's harder to really just sit and be along for the ride when like it's not super clear where the ride is going like you know yep. what i mean it's like it's like riding a roller coaster in the dark a little bit right like yeah so yeah, I, it's, space I, mountain I, sucks 
Big L. Big L Space Mountain. Hot take. I know. Yeah, so I mean, I, I've always felt the same way about Star Wars. Like, I've gone back and rewatched episodes of Mandalorian that I didn't really like, like with Cara Dune, for example. And like, mm-hmm. they're better when you watch them back. Like, yeah, because so I, I you I don't know, know that eventually she's gonna be fired, and you're like, we're gonna be fine. Exactly, it's gonna be good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So I don't know something about just uh, I don't know. Like the second viewing seems to be perfect for Star Wars for almost yeah. everything. But um, yeah, totally. Yeah, we also it was nice to see the. Uh, it was nice to see that that large chunk of we got to see it at celebration too, right? I mean, we got to see a large yeah. part of that episode. I feel like, yeah, and, um, a decent amount. I don't think they showed the whole episode, did they? No, they showed a, they showed no, a lot of like it though, little bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of small details to enjoy. I feel like about uh, about the show, just in general. Just, I mean, I would argue that this is the best animation that's ever existed in Star Wars. It's unbelievably good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, the textures alone. I mean, if you're just looking at the amount of work that it took to make all the metal a certain I like, you, you can feel what the ships look like. I, I can, yeah. I feel like I can touch them. That just, beach um, planet right out of the gate was incredible. Yeah. The, the water, water looked, looked so good. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting mm-hmm. Jack Sparrow to come around, like, <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, very that's much true. that they, vibe. I noticed it too in the uh, in the episode that just the third episode I watched that I just watched. Like, I, I was mm-hmm. thinking like the. Um, Oh yeah, there's that water shot. My God, look at that planet. That looks so cool. I'd go there, except yeah. the crabs, the, you know. Yeah. yeah, except the crabs. Why were <laughs> they there again? What were they doing with the crabs? Getting Stealing a crate of something. something. Hey, holding a crate. Why was there a crate on this crab planet? Buried treasure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's pirate. It's pirate island. <laughs> uh, I guess so. Wanda yeah, Sykes um, needed pirate treasure for some reason. Yeah, no, that was Wanda I, Sykes, Wanda right? Sykes. I was yeah. so thrown. Yeah, that. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so real quick, so yeah, let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a brief recap of what happened here. Let me just talk through everything. Just again, if it's been a week since you've listened to it, or if you're listening to this in the future, how is everything? Are we okay? <laughs> uh, but if it's been a while, here's a recap. Did they launch the nukes. Did, <laughs> did it the Cowboys again? win? Is this the last? Did the Cowboys win? <laughs> My God, I need to know. Uh, we started off episode one and two called "Spoils of War" and "Ruins of War," respectively. This happened here. The gang needs money to pay Sid, naturally. Uh, so after they get back from the Crab Planet, they took a job going after Dooku's mythical war chest on Sereno. Uh, they split up into various squads for tactical badassness, but eventually Hunter and Wrecker lose sight of Omega, Tech, and Echo. Who are, sorry, Omega, Tick, and Echo, uh, who almost get trapped on a freighter that's leaving the planet. Luckily, Omega and company make it down to the planet in one of the containers because Omega remembers that it has, like, thrusters to get them back in atmosphere. And after some help with the Serenian locals, the squad makes it off the planet, but without any of the riches, of course. The episode then ends with a visit from Vice Admiral Rampart. Remember that bastard? Who, upon <laughs> learning that Bad Batch is still active, kills a trooper who refuses to falsify a report in order to cover his own tracks. That was brutal, by the way. <laughs> Execution. Uh, because, again, he told Tarkin they were gone, so he has to make sure that his reputation is upheld. Next episode, though, we completely switch to a crosshair-focused episode. Over on the Separatist world of Desix, Imperials are attempting to establish control, but the local governor refuses to obey and kidnaps the Imperial representative. In order to stop that trouble, Rampart sends Crosshair to do what must be done alongside Commander Cody, baby! Welcome mm-hmm. back! Uh, the two arrive on Desix and fight their way in a truly badass fashion to rescue the governor. Uh, Cody gives an impassioned plea for them to stop fighting. He's sick of war, he still thinks the Empire can be good, and the Desix governor agrees to let the Imperial go. But, of course, the Imperial orders the clones to shoot her, and while Cody refuses, Crosshair fires seemingly without much hesitation. 
This act disturbs Cody so greatly that he deserts shortly after returning to Coruscant. And although Crosshair is sent on another mission, we can tell something has changed within him. All right. So, um, so that's kind of the base. Again, two very different shows. Kind of heist of the week. Mm-hmm. Let's get back. And then are we the bad guys? Is PTSD yeah. going mm-hmm. on? Maybe we should all leave this. Let's execute someone in cold blood. I think that the line that Cody says to Crosshair is the best dialogue that has ever happened in Star Wars animation. I'll say it. I mean, I I just think that's – I think it was. It was unbelievable. He said – I'm probably not going to get it right. He said something along the lines of – I need the exact quote almost. He says – he said, do you know the difference between us and battle droids? He says, we have the ability to make decisions, and we have to live Mm -hmm. with them. And I'm just like – Dude, that's that the show. Un- that was, that's that the was, show. It was unbelievable yeah. line. The music was incredible. The soundtrack, by the way, is phenomenal. Like, yeah. Kim the fact that really they the fact that they had that conversation like underneath this impending memorial, like that I forget what the exact purpose of it is, but it yeah. looks like it's something to do with the clones and it's like like the Vietnam Memorial, I think it's yeah. like that essence of like here's the people that were lost in the in the no. clone wars. Something like that yeah. is the vibe Gorgeous. that I get. But like that was just unbelievable. Yeah, here's the line. I know. It's incredible. You know what makes yeah. us different from battle droids? That was, I oh, mean, I, re- I rewatched this. I rewatched it three yeah. times. We make our own decisions, our own choices. Uh, and that uh, mural in the back. I know, yep. and we have to live with them, too. And then he just puts his helmet on and God. walks away. I was just like, God, it just bless hits America. That was just... That was brutal, man. That was a brutal well, line. And we, I think everybody knew it's that... It's like a shot. Yeah, this shot. A of shot of away. leaving him... Crosshair alone. Walking the opposite direction of the stormtroopers, by the just way. Just like, yep. of that. Oh, and presumably that. he was not just leaving the there, orders. but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. genius. And he left, left. He didn't just leave. He, he yeah. exited yeah, stage he left. left. He's out, man. He did. Yeah. And I, and I, I got to say, one. Of the, I, I think my. I don't think it's a hot take at all. I've kind of seen this most places. I think episode three is easily one of the best Bad Batch episodes we've ever gotten. Yeah, we'll um, it's up it there with, with some of the best Clone Wars episodes. And I think one of the differences between this and some of the other Bad Batch episodes or things like that is that this really kind of harkens to some of those really intense Clone Wars arcs, like the Umbara arc I always come back to, yeah. where where it really allowed the animators and the creators to make a war story. Like, this isn't just Star Wars here and there. This is looking at how soldiers have to reckon with the horrible things they're asked to do on the field of battle. That if you ha- if we haven't been there, we can't understand. Can't ever understand what that's like. Yeah. And I mentioned in our preview episode that I wanted to see a lot more of Echo this season and his PTSD and what he's dealt with. Mm-hmm. And I think this, like having Cody do that, is yeah. so fascinating because obviously, I mean, Charles, Cody has done some horrible things to your dude. Like that Cody's betrayal of Obi Wan is such a formative moment I know. in the in the I know. series. But that's why I'm glad that we're we're getting this story not just like to redeem Cody, right? But like Cody yeah. was obviously to Obi Wan as Rex was to Anakin. Like, yeah, he is yes. that level of importance and just he was he was a huge part of Obi Wan's participation in the Clone Wars. So it feels right yeah. that we're getting you know his story. I mean, he he really is a major character. Yeah, you know he open fire on obi-wan while he was riding the weird lizard dragon thing but you know 
Who among us? Who among us? Exactly. You can't you can't judge a man from his worst moment. So you know, I'm still I'm still loving Cody. I think I think we're gonna get more, right? I mean, he left. I think so. The Empire. I, think I can't so. imagine he left the show. So um, I'm I'm excited, yeah. but I'm worried for him too. You know, if there's a clone that's not around later on in the timeline, I'm a little bit worried about how things might end for them. Yeah, I, I was under the impression because. They look just alike. The guy, the the uh, trooper that got shot by uh, by Rampart was Cody. I thought that was it. Oh uh, my god! Like, he looks just like Commander Cody. How could that not be him? And then that would have been. I thought, the prequels like, he must was, be real confusing for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he looks just alike, <laughs> and it looks like Jango Fett. <laughs> he's back. That's why people are words like, like I'm in hell. I'm in hell. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He fell five hundred. He fell down five hundred feet, and then apparently just came back during the episode three and was alive. And I was like, "Well, I know I somebody mean, else who fell. You can walk around with fell the, really far down. Yeah, still and alive. They could bring him back to life too. You can walk around with a shattered Mace Windu's windows. Remember, that's his place somewhere. It's never gonna yeah. happen. They're never gonna bring back Mace Windu. It's done. No, I do, but I, but I do I do love like again, even though the first two episodes were lighter in tone. Thematically, right? We, but we, but they still, even though it was an adventure episode and we were fighting droids and stuff, and, and or clones rather, you know, stormtroopers, we still did see them looking at Dooku's office where the choices were made of the Clone Wars, and Dooku had to live with those choices. And like we see that even mm-hmm. in Tales of the Jedi this year, I think, like those, that that Yaddle episode, which was so incredible because we saw Dooku finally realizing what he had done. And I think going to the war chest as like a mission of oh this is how maybe Echo at least wants to fund the yeah. rebellion now <clears throat> is looking at we have to deal with the choices of people from the past whereas the Cody Cross episode is like no we're st- we're dealing with what you do on a day to day basis like yeah. you are single you are making it so that you know the fascist rule of the empire can go forward personally like you fired the shot. You did the thing now, and there's no chip telling you to kill that person now. This is all you. And mm. I, I wonder – it makes me wonder what Cody feels about Order 66 and if he's had to mentally make that okay or yeah. if he's even starting to question that. It seemed like he hesitated a little bit when Crosshair yeah. wrote that up. He said they're just, you're, they're just traitors just like the Jedi, and he seems like <sighs> – the camera yeah. zoomed in on him. Yeah. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, really? Well, and he happens? said, and he said that line like, "Well, you know, good soldiers follow orders, right?" And Crosshair's <laughs> just like, "Mm-hmm." But, mm. but yeah, I, I think he, um, I think Cody has seen the light. I mean, I think that's, I think that's why he leaves. I think. So. I, think I mean, yeah. that's the major thing. I mean, yeah. That's the major thing about this whole show. Like we were talking earlier about, hey, I want to see the through line. Like I want to see what is the point of this season of television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like ultimately that is the story. The story that was in this episode, like that is the story. That is, is the, the point of this entire show. But there right. are like yeah. breadcrumbs too of like, you know, they can still have major story points within that story. Like they did Big not perfect. have to go to Camino yeah. and destroy Camino. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they did, and it was beautifully done. It was horribly sad, but it was beautifully done. And I think we're already seeing all the breadcrumbs too, uh, even in the episodes that seem a little bit less consequential. The Sereno episodes, I mean, there was a lot about how uh, Omega was still viewed as sort of uh, uh, an issue that they're having to deal with. The Bad Batch can't yeah. act 
100% how they want to and jump into as many situations as they want to because they have to worry about Omega. And then we see Omega kind of step up a little bit, and she's clearly matured. And so we're yeah, seeing her yeah. become more of a part of the Bad Batch, and that in and of itself furthers the narrative of yeah. what does it mean to be a clone because she's this, you know, she's this opposite uh, or or very different, obviously, type of uh, makeup of the very same DNA. So, you know, yeah. I think we are we're going to see Crosshair come back, right? Because yep. they're setting that up in a lot of different ways. One, he doesn't have the camaraderie that he had with the Bad Batch, and we saw that by the way that the clones left his breakfast table as soon as he sat down. <laughs> yep. Which, by the Can't way, sleep. by the way, Can't he has never had that. a warm breakfast crosshair because every time no, he takes ever. his first bite, he gets called to the principal's office. Um, Rampart's rude, man. Come on. <laughs> right? Let the man eat. <laughs> exactly. Rampart's the second part. He's like crosshair's uh, enemy or antagonist within the Empire. Yep. Right, and then there's the actual questions that Cody poses to him, and you know that's going to sink in eventually. So he's coming back, and I yeah. think the Omega stuff is important because I'm standing by my prediction from our preview episodes that uh, someone's going to die in order to bring Crosshair back, and I now mm-hmm. think it's going to be Hunter, and I now think Omega is going to end up basically being the leader of the Bad Batch in his stead. Wow, that's, that's fascinating. I think that's what they're setting up. I don't oh. mind. Well, also, Omega had a great line in the first episode. As as, as I was watching it in today, it, it hit me differently. When um, you know she's asking, "How could one person have all this wealth or whatever?" And then Tech and Echo like give her a big explanation as to why Dooku was bad and he was funding you know military and stuff with it. And she looked at them and was like, "Isn't that what we're doing?" And then Echo was like, "Well, if you use it for the right reasons or something." And it was like, I think. Omega is the person that's like, hold on a second. You're, are we? She is almost like, are we the bad guys now? Because we're funding an army, aren't we? Are, are we doing that? And I, I think that are we the baddies? <laughs> we're the terrorists, just like the it rebels. Is, yeah. yeah, rebels like, were the good guys, yeah. were they? I know. Well, season two of Star Wars television with Rebels and with Clone Wars, it, it always kind of amps up the thematic stuff. It's where the mm-hmm. the big questions mm-hmm. kind of hit. And I think Bad Batch season two is going to be like, are any of us actually good here? Like, what does yeah. it mean to be good? Because I think that there's a lot of excuses getting made um, for, you know, oh, we're we're not like them. We're not like them. And Charles, you, you, you wrote here in the, in the chat, and I wanted to hit this up. Um, the Bad Batch thinks they're good because they're using blasters on stun but then wrecker makes a bazooka out of tank parts so like i mean i mean it's like oh there wasn't someone in that ship that you just shot down like all of a sudden we can kill people like it's a sentient ship it's it's very situational and everything's from a certain point of view that's always how star wars has been you can make an argument for why you're taking the actions that you're taking so yeah i mean the bad batch is not all good guys i mean bad is literally in the name I wish they would just <laughs> I do wish they would just embrace that a little bit. I think it's a little goofy that they use their weapons on stun, frankly. I know there are other clones and stuff, but you know, our understanding is that they're brainwashed evil clones that are stormtroopers yeah. that are committing atrocities around the galaxy. You know so who they, can, need? You, they need? They need Dr. Quadpaw cuz he could remove four <laughs> inhibitor <laughs> chips at once. Also, uh, it seems great. it seems like the inhibitor chips are maybe not as big of a thing as we thought they were either, right? Yeah, if, they don't seem to be wor- working does, currently, at least. How does how does Cody just walk away? What's up with that? And then there was that that comments from Rampart that clones keep 
seem to just disappearing and stuff, right? So maybe the, maybe the I wonder. Maybe I wonder if it's like, like you know how if the one time use. <laughs> yeah, only for order fifty six, oh, maybe. You know how if you overload receptors, you know you can kind of kind of overcome that thing. Like if you yeah, got pinched uh-huh. on your arm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would hurt. <laughs> that that's my point here. If you got pinched on your arm, advice, it would hurt. If you got pinched on an arm, <laughs> if you got pinched on an arm where it was already constantly being stimulated by something, those pain receptors almost don't fire in the same way because they're so used to being stimulated. I wonder mm-hmm. if it's a similar way where like the chip worked really well for Order sixty six because they just yeah. cut it on, and now it's like. I don't know. The rest of their like good guy genes yeah. and stuff are getting overexpressed yeah. in response. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. what would be what would be more Sith, more Palpatine than undervaluing the power of human compassion? Right. I mean, that's True. that's the Sith to a T. That's like no, it's power. Like it works, yeah. and you get power, and then it works. What what else would you need? It's like no yeah. love for others. Would right. eventually, or maybe they used off-brand them. batteries, and they should have used also some cells or something. Also <laughs> possible. We need to cut the cost that I'm buying in bulk from Costco. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to mention uh, the Cowboys just scored, Eric. Bethany, just, thank you. I wanted to uh, mention that oh, I like oh. the whole war chest kind of conversation with Dooku because it's like it's very much, very much, um, like Dooku's actually the bad guy. I like that. Like we're finally yeah. getting some of that. That Duke is pretty bad. He's a yeah, bad like I mean, he's, he's, he's always been a bad guy, but like I feel like there's been a little bit of Duke. Uh, what would you call it? I don't know. Like forgiveness, not right the right word. Uh, or, uh redemption. Like, but something. in like, the, but in like the like the pop culture sense, like yeah, we have uh-huh. I, because of Duke I remember Jedi him and like and, having some kind of justification as yeah. being being in separatist separatist hands right. and then yeah. Being, he had a, a reason for right. doing this, yeah. and it sounded like he did, yeah. but he also killed a lot it's of people. Ca- Kevin <laughs> Scott, Kevin, you did this. You with Duke of Jedi Lost started yes. like, oh, maybe he had a reason. Then tells the Jedi were like, well, you know, he, he I could see why. And now it's like, Duke straight up murdered tons of people. Yeah. He's very evil in the Clone Wars, I'll give it that. But I, just yeah. feel like in, yeah. I feel like recently, especially with Bad Batch and stuff, and some of the talk about well, maybe the Empire, actually those are the bad guys. Maybe the Separatists didn't really have it all that wrong, right? Like, yeah, and it's like... Right. Let's not forget what literally the saga is about. Yeah. <laughs> right? Agreed. Yeah. The more angular your face, the more villain that you are. <laughs> yeah, accurate. I'm accurate. trying to think about someone else. I, no, I mean, you a, know what? It was a really round-faced Terrace Nube. Not an evil <laughs> bone in his body. That's true. Not one. That's true. Um, oh, and we missed the extra point. But I Yes, we do need a new kicker. That That's mm. not great. Um on a lighter note, I did I did want to mention one other thing I really loved that got brought back from season one, um, the the ricochet pucks that Crosshair uses. Yeah, uh, little, hot take. Like I hate those. I <laughs> liked it up until Why? the one that was thrown because yeah, that was outrageous. There's Wes, you would not yeah. Wes, help me. They jumped the shark. Listen, <laughs> did yeah. they or was that just like a piece of I don't want to say cinematic, but it's and. Animation? What's anim- anim- animatic? Animatic? Animation. Animatic masterpiece? <laughs> sure. I just don't. How did he, he was flipping? How did he kill everybody? And then though? he did sh- well, shoot here, it a bunch of times. Is that what he did? Ricocheted off each other's, yeah. off the droids' faces, and then hit the tactical droid. When does that ever happen? That's what never that? happened. You, you can't bounce. You can't bounce 
laser bolts off of other droids to hit other You can't droids. lift shit with your been, mind, Corey. It's never been established <laughs> in Star right. Wars. This is all, this is all fake you and make-believe. Is that what idea. happened <laughs> in the Clone Wars when they're like fighting this huge marching army of droids? They just shoot one and just go ding, 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 like a yes. pinball machine and kills yes. all the droids. Is that what happens? No. Yes, that, never, that literally happens. Yes, it did. In the, in the first Bad Batch arc, that's literally what happened. Actually, no, he bounced though. off the mirror. Multiple pucks. Yeah, multiple, multiple pucks, pucks, but he had multiple yeah, yeah. pucks in this one. No, 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 he had the one. Like, yeah, Cody two pucks. threw the he one. He hit puck. the one on the wall and then one that was thrown, right. and then it went yes. between droids after that. It bounced off droids the droids. Yes, he shot one time at a moving, like, spinning puck off of the other puck. All right, all right, all right. Hit the spinning alternate, puck. alternate he take. somehow shot, like, all the droids in the room. I didn't understand it. I actually rewind you. I was like, idea. What happened? I didn't understand. What if it's, like, just rad? It is. It is. You're right. It is. <laughs> That's all I got. You know, we're we're <laughs> arguing about dumb semantics, like Dale says in the chat. Shoot the door control panel. It locks. Shoot the door control panel. It opens. It does what the plot needs. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that yeah. is very. That always gets me. <laughs> that's exactly. That's, that's, that's perfect, man. That's absolutely perfect. But like, it's yeah, the force. I don't know, that was goofy. Yeah. I, I will say once again that I've said this a thousand times. I've been saying this since Daredevil came out. That. Yeah, okay. Wes is showing us the scene. We're going to get demonetized now, probably. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at okay. it. What time? Look at it. She's one time. All right. Here, ready? One time. Boom. Boom. One time. Look at it. Bounced off of everybody. What the <laughs> hell? How did that <laughs> okay. happen? It he killed excessive. like five droids. It is, it is, it is, it is, oh, right, God. It's so cool, though. But you're right. It was super cool. All right. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I've been saying this since uh, the Daredevil TV show like eight years ago on Marvel Hallway staircase scenes are the coolest fight yep. scenes that have ever oh, yeah. been made. It's really yep. hard to screw up a, a stairway yep. scene. That was so cool of like being in a spiral staircase and like having a fight down and up. That was sick. I mm-hmm. loved that. That was so cool. Really cool, especially with Crosshair as a sniper. Like, how does a sniper yeah. reconfigure their fighting style to mm-hmm. a stairway? And also a great cool. a great move having them fight a bunch of battle droids. Because as we know in Clone Wars, when you're making a, an animated show for, for, for young audience, when you're fighting robots, it's much more acceptable to see the bat, the good guys shooting and killing robots. Mm-hmm. So Cody could still kind of have some semblance of moral superiority. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which it's, I think also true. at the end, when you saw like the governor's body smoking from Crosshair, I think that it hit so much harder because all we'd seen was droids up yeah, until yeah. then. Right. And so dark like, that, that the guy was like gross. put her body in the square. Like, yeah, that's the last dude, thing you said was, before you walked out. That was oh. dark as hell. Yeah, I know. Jesus. That like, was really brutal. This, this show is... Parents, what are you getting... want, letting your kids watch no. these days? Yeah. <laughs> Put her... And, and, and maybe it's because of Andor that is all, you know, with the whole square and hanging Cassian's dad. I'm like, maybe I, I was just thinking, like, are they going to, like, string her up by, like, a, a rope in the square? and be like, probably. look at your leader. And yeah, I'm yeah, like... probably. I suppose it was implied. That was cool. That was dark. I like, I like the droids the, um, coming back. <laughs> that was cool. I like it. Yeah, big I like fan. the droids coming back too. That was I was a big fan of that. I like seeing Cody with the combat knife. That was super badass. Oh, I like seeing. Yeah. I love uh, a crosshair. Knife. Crosshair almost lose it a little bit. Crossfit. Did you say- crossfit. Did I say crossfit? <laughs> crossfit. Almost. Listen, let's be honest. Cody definitely does crossfit. Um, I like, oh yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I like that uh, Crosshair was like, he was being choked or whatever, and then he had yeah. to get help. He's like, like he, yep. yeah, he like called for help. I like that. And and he he threw the knife. The, that was yeah. sick. Um, and I guess the last sort of small combat thing I wanted to, to, to talk on a little bit is the the little droidica fight is yeah really tactically impressive that they pulled it off in animation, frankly. Yep. 
Um, yep. I, I rewatched the, part of the thing at the droid that fell through the shield. Yeah, just all of it. Just that entire yeah. that entire little combat sequence was really complex animation. Like just to, can you imagine yeah. storyboarding that? I mean, this is coming from no. this no. is coming from this is coming from Clone Wars TV show where it was quite frankly a little doofy to be honest. You'd be in a mm-hmm. wide yeah. open space. You guys have heard me bitch about this before. We're in a wide yeah. open space, <laughs> droids yeah. open, like walking towards each other, like like Revolutionary War style, and they just shoot each other and they all miss, and somehow yep. the clone survive uh-huh. it's just yep. the combat is kind of dumb i mean you've heard me talk about this before this scene in bad batch was like the most accurate urban warfare i've like ever seen like it was yeah. really fantastic i love that like you could hear the droidicas like on the different levels around yes. and they they commented on that yeah. i love that ominous yes yeah. it felt ominous and i love that they kept having to like hide behind just whatever cover they could possibly find just mm-hmm. to survive and then the occasionally yep. then the droidica kept opening and closing like in different scenes and like it yeah. let that there one guy are those up. Droidicas. Yeah, oh my god, but it let that one guy up. He shot him like twenty times. Like yeah. that's something that I think good. we we forget a little bit or that we've grown accustomed to is we're used to seeing Jedi fight all these things, whether it's you know the B ones mm-hmm. or the B twos or the assassin droids yeah. or the droidicas. And they do make pretty quick work of all these things. But if uh-huh. you think about yeah. what a droidic is, that thing is actually pretty terrifying. Oh, it's and horrifying. Like, and they had <laughs> a really dude. hard time with two. Yeah. With two. The yeah. same it number that we like, saw. Yeah, it killed you know, like four guys. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan like. run from immediately in the Phantom Menace. I mean, these things yeah. are no joke. Yeah. It's got, yeah. It, it essentially has, like, if this was a, a video game, like, character, it's like, cool, so this enemy, uh, it has an impenetrable shield. And it has infinite ammo, um, and it has mobility. If it yeah, changes you form. would you never beat this boss fight. Yeah. Like no, yeah. never. never. Yeah. If you ever played as a droidica in Battlefront Two, oh god, in the best. certain <laughs> certain levels, of, like when, I think it was, um, it's the map where you fight on the ground, and then you get you get all the the key checkpoints, and you go up to the, the yeah, spaceship uh, or whatever, yep. and then yep. you're up in that corridor, and you're in the corner, and you're as a droidica, and you're sitting there just. The and you, they can't be beaten. No. Nope. It cannot be beaten unless you're a nope. unless you get like six thousand points and nobody does. And you're Anakin Skywalker and yeah. you go in there and stick a lightsaber up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good times. Yeah. Good times for that game. Yeah, I love it. I was, I I was also shot. wondering. I was also wondering if they were going to bring that back with how to disable a droidica. Oh yeah, the That's slow the clone toss thing. thing. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 With, they had with a whole episode. That was cool. Uh huh. Yeah, they did. I'm glad they stuck with that. That tactic. I was just I very impressed. I was just very impressed with that entire sequence because we just got there were lots of different camera right. angles. The combat moved and was complex. It's just like we've just not really seen a lot of a lot of Clone Wars style animation like that where the combat is interesting. That's why Umbera was interesting, like because it yeah. wasn't just wide open fields. Like mm-hmm. it was like navigating the cover and hiding behind the giant mushrooms and all this stuff, yeah. right? Like yeah. I don't know. I just I was very impressed with just the. Like, I imagine that animating that would be very complex. I'm trying to figure out how you want the camera to be placed in this animation and then drawing the combat, and, like, it was cool. I was very impressed with that. It's one of the most impressive yeah. scenes I think I've seen in animation, like, so far mm-hmm. with the show. Yeah. The artistry of this show really is on such another level. And, Wes, you, you have a really great point about the the audio, uh, specifically. Because we talked about mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Kiner, like, the score of the animated series has always been incredible. Like, the music has been wonderful. But we don't often talk about the audio, like, effects itself. So so hit us with, like, some of the stuff that really stuck out to you in these episodes. So when I – I didn't notice this at first. I don't know if I ever noticed it when I was watching The Bad Batch. But the explosions are far and away 
much better than they were from season one to season two. It sounds yeah. like you're in a movie theater and you can feel the boom. I only had one earbud in today at work. I was supposed to be working. I was listening, watching this. <laughs> you, you had done your work because you're a great employee and you got rewarded with Bad Batch time. Yeah, it's fine. And I had one earbud in and every time Wrecker shot the cannon or there was some type of explosion, I like you could feel it and it would... It would resonate in the animation itself, wow. so you would see wow. they would not only have the audio, but they would show a visual of the. Are audio. Are you sure you weren't just is... really on edge in case your boss walked in? <laughs> <laughs> you were just like really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a standing desk, Charles, so I can see above <laughs> anybody's coming by. So I'm just like, <laughs> that's amazing. That's funny. But yeah, they did a, they did a fantastic job just just in uh, these first three episodes. So I'm I'm like I wonder when. You get the full-on battle. Mm-hmm. We've already had. I mean, these are. I guess you could call these full-on battles. But with, with the entire Bad Batch crew together fighting the Empire with Crosshair and maybe Commander Cody coming in to help the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Maybe they increase the audio. I don't know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, they did a really good job in in um in making us feel the audio, not just uh, hearing it. Yeah, that's yeah. I thought it was really really powerful. And and again, I think that's one of the things that I always forget too. Like every single thing in animation. It feels redundant to say, but none, none of it's real. Like every single like bounce, drawn and click, and, and things they have. I wonder how they to. do it now. I'd be very curious yeah. to know. Like, is it like none of it's? It's all computer animation now, right? It's all models and stuff. Like, how do yeah. they? Is this a? Yeah. Is this a special like? You know how there's like uh, like game engines, right? Is this like a special? Oh, like, mm-hmm. is, there, is this a Clone Wars engine? Is that what this is? Like Lucas? I'm sure it's all. Like, they use all the tools they've used for. You know, they've built know. up a, a library of tools. I assume. Follow us. So I guess like I can see why they would want to. That is encouraging in a lot of ways because the animation yeah. is honestly unbelievable at this point. And like, I mean, I can see why they want to keep using it for more shows. And I hope they do. I hope they continue using it in more and more shows going forward because it's phenomenal yeah, oh yeah like it's like, so I'm, good i'm happy to have whatever animation story they want to tell using this style mm-hmm. of animation is now tried yeah. and true and like Definitely. we're used to it and it's just very good it just i don't know just the movements and everything is just so utterly different i mean watching mm-hmm. watch a first season episode of the clone wars sometime and just mm. get your hair does not it's just like the hair doesn't move the nope. the, the bodies are very stiff and I don't know. It's just I just can't believe it's as good as it is now. It's truly, yeah, truly impressive. I also, it. I wanted to, I want to bring up. I forgot to mention this when we were talking about uh, <laughs> we were talking about um, the puck thing. But yeah, uh, yeah, Cro- yeah. Crosshair made the shot that you always wonder if you can make. He shot down the barrel of the tank. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. yes. like, and that's another thing that about was the audio. Awesome. He shot it and it goes. It goes. That was sick. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was, so it cool. that was sick, man. I like. Was I, so I was cool. like, I was really waiting. For, as soon as you, I kind of realized what was happening, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be dumb." I was waiting for it to be dumb, but I was like, "Cool, this shit is cool." Like it was really good. Like it, it was like, I wonder, it didn't take me out at all. I, I thought it was gonna be goofy, and it was. It was I wanted, dumb. I, I wanted Crosshair to do the what Luke does after he does that same thing, and just be like. Ugh. <laughs> now Luke does that as soon as it goes in the hole of the Death Star. That always makes me yeah. laugh. 
I will yeah. also I will also note the thing that led up to that being kind of badass too is the tank was actively firing at Crosshair and it kept showing him that he wouldn't move at all even though the tank was shooting oh, like, directly yes. at him he was, like, like he didn't slowly adjust the like, they're like he's so cool and you're like yeah he adjust the sight and it's, in the meantime there's a huge explosion behind yep. him I just that was that was really done well like that could have been it. so dumb it could have easily been the yep. dumbest <laughs> cringiest cheesiest shit ever and it was actually pretty badass I'm not gonna lie so yeah. No, I really, cool. I really also, dug it. Also, Wes, what is your comment in here about the female tactical droid? Is that a thing? I didn't notice that. So the, the tactical droid had a feminine voice. I don't, I don't know if you I can say it was female Shelby or not. I think Shelby Young, if I remember correctly, yeah, the voice I've actress. Never heard, I've never heard one of the, the tactical droids. That's They're always more robotic. Mm-hmm. And this one had a female or feminine voice other than like um, any of the other. They're all the other tactical droids. All exact, they all sounded exactly the same. Interesting. Yeah. All like I didn't notice that. That's robotic. a good catch. Yeah, good catch. I'll yeah, have to look out I for that think next time around. I'm, I'm totally not looking it up on Twitter now. I think that Shelby Young was the person that did that, and the, and she is she's done like I think she's Leia in Lego Star Wars. I think she's done hmm. other things like that. So she's hmm. been around. Um, also, nice seeing those tactical droids. They're freaky. They're super freaky. Like they they are very terrifying droids, and it was <laughs> it was fun. It, it reminded me of that Clone Wars episode. Where we saw, um, oh, uh, uh, the the droids that had to fight against, or it was Rebels, where the droids had to fight against Rex and Kanan and them because they didn't know the war was over and the tactical uh-huh. droids yeah, felt Rebels. like they had to, yeah, it was it Rebels. Was <clears throat> like, they're, they're such fascinating creatures, the, the tactical droids, because they're made only to fight a war, and then when the war is over, what do you do? Right. And yeah. I thought this was a great way to use it, so. <laughs> uh, obviously, we all, like, Episode three, really, I'm so glad we did this episode this way. Because I think that if we had just talked about the first two, mm-hmm. it would have been good. But we would, we would have been wanted to see what was going on. Episode three <clears throat> has gotten me so hyped to be back for Bad yeah. Batch. Um, no, also, we're probably going to go back will, to the gang. I will say, I'll also say that, like, it is hard to talk about a 24-minute TV show. Like, it feels like it flies it by. Is. Now that now that I'm used to, like, Andor and yeah, right. Mandalorian, like, yeah. it, I will admit that yep. these episodes feel very, very short. And I think that's yes. the other reason that that, that I, I sort of slept on this this week. It's just like, oh, it's only 20 minutes. I'll catch it later. Like, I don't know. It's dumb you thinking about it that way. But I don't know. I think I would love to see – we've never seen that before. I would love to see what an animated show looks like in a longer-form format. Yeah. Yeah, Clone Wars movie? dude, I still want them to just no. do Revenge of the Sith with this Clone Wars animation. Oh my god, that's a cool yeah. project. I don't think I've ever heard that before. That's genius. That would I feel be like so. The cool. Fans have tried to do it. Uh, I, I just, I animation. I, I'm, I'm so glad that they use animation in Star Wars so effectively. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it's like it's respected it's, so much. The narrative pushes forward in it, and I think that's pretty yeah. unique mm-hmm. as far as yeah. big franchises go. Mm-hmm. It's to use it as a content piece, and they don't recreate it in live action or movie. Yeah, right. that's true. It's you its own thing. Yep. It's, you have to watch yep. that. Yeah. Listen, yep. Let's be, let's be honest. The only on. reason we have live action Star Wars is because of the Clone Wars TV show. There is no 100%. doubt that that is 100%. the reason, right? It was so utterly successful that, like, and I love that they told the stories, too. Oh, man, this is a yeah. good shot. Sick. Yep. Yeah. This, is, this is Dooku's throne room, right? Is that what they're yep. looking yeah. at? Yeah. yeah. This is a great shot. That's fantastic. God, Tell me you wouldn't so, love to see Hunter in live action, though. Just like Tamir Morrison yeah. with a mullet and a face <laughs> tattoo. Sure. Why not? He just gets Stallone to teach him how to dress. Dude, just let Tamir Morrison be himself, and he's basically Hunter. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's if you've seen him live, that's who he is. Behind, yeah. 
Yeah. So looking at this, uh, looking ahead, <clears throat> next week's episode, all we know, it's called Faster. Um, more intense again, is the next forward, one. Going <laughs> forward, faster, more intense. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> uh, but then, but the next two are faster, and then entombed. Just directed. So entombed. Entombed. So That's a great word. I'm I'm interested yeah. to see where they go from here. I think again, the whole season's open. They've they've set up the two storylines. We got Crosshair doing a thing. We got the, the the Bad Batch doing a thing. At some point, they'll probably intersect. But I think at the end, what I kind of came away from these first three episodes from was, you know what? It's good to be back. It's just good to be back yeah. in Star Wars yeah. animation. And I, I agree. think they're really firing on all cylinders. It's kind of yep. simple, you know. <laughs> I'm- I agree. I, I will say what I've been saying forever with uh, with Bad Batch is that I hope they move the plot forward. It has to move forward. Like if the mm. if, yeah. if if the show continues to be a series of adventures with the, with the occasional like heavy hitting emotional beats, I don't think the show will work in the long term. Like I think it has to. Yeah. We have to answer some of the key questions. Is how are the? I think we're getting there, honestly. But how do the? How does Bad Batch get connected to the Rebellion? Who the hell is Omega? Yep. Why yep. is she important? Is she important actually? Like, did we just kind of inappropriately set her up actually as being somebody that's really yeah. important? And I don't know. But they're making us forget. So when it actually happens, we I hope so. Lose our freaking. I hope so. I hope so. And. Yeah. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to be a little too crazy like that because I've, we've been let down a lot. You know, you got to be careful yeah. with. Uh, She's snow. You know. <laughs> Omega's hat <laughs> is stupid. Though, <laughs> Omega's hat is stupid. Got, lest we forget. She got Omega's more. Is she got stupid. a heavier accent, I think, too. Did she? There's a she couple does. words that she said where I was like, dear. Goodness, I'm turning on <laughs> subtitles. I know. It's maybe, maybe. I, I also hate the my other hot take about Omega is I really hate that stupid bow and arrow. Just give the child. Oh, I like a gun. that. Oh, I, know, I, like, I that. like it. I, hate I it. like it. Makes no sense. Why would you carry a bow and arrow? It doesn't make any sense. It's I unwieldy. Like, it. like, give her a pistol. Like, she can carry. Why a did? Pistol. Why they does can't. the Green Arrow do it? I mean, you, why does Chewie have a bowcaster? Why did Jedi carry swords? Incredibly it's not powerful. The same. Strawman argument. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the same. So it's not the same. Not the same. I think. I think the. I think the real reason is that I think there's probably some legal uh, like uh, hoops they have to jump through for children. Like carrying you, guns. Yeah, carrying guns and things like that. I mean, probably so well, look at what's happening in the real world. It's, it's, expli- it's explicitly. We've never ever in Star Wars animation. You should know. Look this. I don't know if we've ever talked about this yep. before. We've never seen a child character ever kill anybody ever in a single show. Nope. It's never happened. Never happened before. Nope. I think it's. I think it's illegal. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I think the the TV MA thing that comes up. Animation. Out, I think it makes it illegal. I don't think they're yeah. allowed to kill it anybody. Change the rating. Yeah, I think it would. It's still TV PG. Like I think that yeah. that would do some. Mm-hmm. You're saying that we've never seen a child kill somebody in TV? In, no, no, in, no. In Star, Wars. Star Wars animation. animation. Star Wars animation. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen. I've seen. kids kill everybody. Wes is like crazy. Wes is like. Remember World Star? I remember World Star. World Star. Oh my God, Wes. We're not talking about. We're not talking about like terrorist beheadings. All right, we're talking about. We're not talking about that either. I'm talking about like horror movies. High schools in Texas. Kids kill people all the time. Have you seen Children of the Corn? Probably not, because that's way before your time. Let's talk about. 
Jeez. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you guys what. Uh, <laughs> so this episode, obviously, we were a little behind. We wanted to make sure we hit all the first three episodes of The Bad Batch. Uh, going forward, we're going to have a little segment like this, probably in every episode of Living Forest, where we just briefly talk about the last episode of Bad Batch. Mm. Not going to be a full thing, because like Corey said, it's, it's hard to talk about all 24 minutes uh, for like a full hour. Not that you can't. Um, but we'll be doing that. So <laughs> stay tuned as time goes on. If there's an incredibly impactful episode... Maybe we'll dedicate the week to that. Who knows? You know, we're, 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 we're living free. We're just kind of seeing what happens here. So I'm excited to see kind of what happens here. Um, guys. going to have a rapid fire. A rapid fire around. You're like, Charles, what do you think? <laughs> Loved it. Corey, didn't like it. Wes, woo. <laughs> Eric, what do you think? Just Pretty good. It. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> That's Been it. In the round table. I like it. <laughs> um, but with any, any, uh, any thoughts you want to end on before we get out of here? And I guess I'll go watch the Mandalorian trailer here in a couple minutes. Uh, Faster is going to be that they they go on another heist. They find a crate full of spice, and they all fall into it, and everything decide is like faster for them now because they're all wow. Spice. They're really stoned because they're on because awesome. they're on. Yeah. Why except for Omega? You can't do it. Omega except for Omega. She's like, oh my god, yep. you guys can't exactly. Be doing that. Exactly. <laughs> she she won't do any drugs. And she won't carry any guns. Anyway, so let's uh let's talk about um let's talk about how this is going to come together because we're already three episodes in now and we already have only have what how many episodes? Twelve? Eight? How many do we get? I mean, it's get? more than ten. We get like sixteen. Yeah, oh my god, another Dallas touchdown! Thank you, Bethany. We get six. It's been great. No, there's not sixteen. It's always episodes. it's always there's more for episodes. animated. Yeah. There are sixteen episodes. 16 there episodes? are sixteen episodes. Fourteen of them got sent to reviewers beforehand. Holy shit! I didn't realize there were that many episodes. Which means those oh last yes, two. we are here for that's when you're like, are they going to overlap with Mandalorian? They are absolutely going to overlap wow. with Mandalorian like, by quite a while. Three months of animated content. I didn't realize it was nearly that yeah. long for some reason. I don't know why I didn't think that. That makes total sense, though. How many episodes were last season? There weren't this many, right? I don't, I don't know. So. I don't Decent amount. So. More than 10. Mm. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, no idea. More uh, than 10 and less than 20. You. Oh, wow. 16. 16. That's it. Yeah, it's going to be a very long... And again, what's, this will take uh, us... What's the finale going to be? You think? What do you think? What do you think? The, what do you think? The big, oh. the big thing is going to be. Oh, let me get, let me get the. We have a title for it. Let me tell you what the title is. The, oh, it's a two-part finale. All comes out on March 29th. The summit and Plan 99. Oh, the summit. That's a good name. That's what, that's what I named Plan, our yeah our annual meeting. Wait, the, the summit that is. like the summit <laughs> but, of but, a mountain, like the mountain that we saw is, at the end. No. It's all gonna it's Could all be. gonna the cloning end the cloning mountain with the people wearing yep. the, the snow the whatever. It's all gonna Camino end at the, at the Houston Rockets basketball arena from Plan ninety nine is the finale. I think at the end we're going to God. Last year ends with Camino going down. <laughs> I think this year ends with them officially joining the rebellion. You think they'll kill off the Bad Batch in any of the shows? No, you don't think no. so. Not entirely. No. Nope. But Hunter's gonna yeah, they're die. Gonna, they're gonna wind up and they'll probably, like you said, they're gonna have another animated series off of this engine, if that's what we're gonna call it. Yeah. But the Bad Batch will just make candy. the Batter yeah. Batch. Also, in all of Star Wars animation, they've only ever killed one main character in Rebels, and I won't say who that was, just in case people haven't seen it yet. But like. <laughs> Traditionally speaking, that's not really how they work. So, I don't think so. But I think that we're in for a good season. If if they're already willing to going here, to if they're already willing to go here, you know what I mean. 
I think it's exciting. So, yeah. That being said, we're going to follow it. We'll let you guys know each week kind of what we're thinking. Uh, let us know what you thought. Again, quick reminder at the end of this episode, episode 200, we are going to do a full questions episode of the Living Force. Tweet us, DM us at Living Force Pod. Put it in our Discord, Living Force Podcast. Uh, email me, ericaetini.com. Let us know your questions. We're happy to answer anything and everything relating to Star Wars and beyond. We'll see what happens. But beyond all that, that'll do it. For this week's episode of The Living Force, if you support us on Patreon, thank you so much. You are the reason we're able to do anything around here. And a special thank you to Brian Julie, Earl Q, Robert Thomas, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and James T., Elizabeth Clipsier, Ashley Ingalls, Chris Carrizo, and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at Corey M. Helton. Charles is at C. Hankel. Wes is at Boss Wes. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor and Utini's presenter, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey Charles and Wes for piloting me tonight. Thanks to all of you for hanging out with us. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.